What are they gonna do? Send him a bunch of Rick rolls or something? <laughs> the fuck does, what the fuck does Anonymous do? Yeah, like, like fucking yeah. tampons or something. I hope she thought it was something cool, like I had pills in there or something. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Conversations for Our Grandkids. Indeed. How are you, Adam? I'm, How are I'm pretty you? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. I just did some uh, homework. My name is. So I'm fucking. My name is. My name is Seamus Millar. My name is Wait. Adam George. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, dude, I'm feeling great. You know why? No. <laughs> Because I fucking called it. I fucking called it. What did you it. call? Oh, dude, what did I call? Yeah, you're curious, aren't you? No, I'll tell you. Uh, last, <laughs> on last week's episode, I said that Anonymous, I said it jokingly, what is Anonymous going to do? Send ISIS a bunch of Rick Rolls? Yeah, and dude, then how to, about that? That's so funny. <laughs> and I, for, then I didn't they realize fucking that. did it. They literally did that. I couldn't believe it, man. I couldn't believe it. It yeah, made me jump out of my chair. They're literally rickrolling ISIS right now. <laughs> we we have to keep track of how often we predict the fucking future. Because yeah. I feel like this isn't the first time. And nor nah. will it be the last. Nah, no way. Yeah, we tend to keep our finger on the pulse. And we're constantly making predictions, too. Like, we're always interested in, like, what's what's about to happen. So this that's a, that'll be a fun game. But you definitely did call that. I mean that's highly, yeah. highly specific. Like not yeah. like not like oh they're gonna hack into their fucking like oh the other thing that they did was uh for example, um, all of the Twitter accounts that ISIS uses and all the all the social media accounts that they use, um, Anonymous has been shutting them down. They've shut down like thousands of them, um, and they also started this like the hashtag Rickroll something or the other just so that they know. Like, this is an ISIS account. You know, when someone starts spreading bullshit, they, like, put hashtag, like, you know, they'll retweet it and then hashtag whatever, whatever the hashtag is. That way, anonymous people can be like, oh, there's another, like, it's essentially, like, flagging the account. So they Wow, can, that's really impressive, yeah, man. Yeah, and they've been so shutting they did, them they down. So they did actually do something. I yeah. was talking so much shit last week. I know. They're actually, like, doing things. I mean, they usually make good on their word, man. They do, they've done some pretty incredible things if you ask me and I, I they usually deliver on on shit i mean maybe they don't always but and i only hear about when they deliver on but anytime they say like we're, we're gonna fucking attack this person i'm like all right let's see what happens let's see what they, well, what I, they do like the ashley I madison heard... shit they're like we're gonna release some some ashley madison names and, and a couple people were like oh they're just that's just a threat like blah 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 but then they actually released like thousands of names Dude, I heard that ISIS, this is just what I heard on the street, I heard that ISIS would hate it 
if Anonymous reviewed us on iTunes, like all of them. Like I, I heard that they would hate it. They would hate it. So like definitely get to that. If you guys that. want to stick it leave, to ISIS, leave yeah, us a review on iTunes. Just like and share our posts. <laughs> funny oh, shit, man. man. Oh, it's it's yeah, kind of funny. It's really good. It's awesome, though, man, because it's like, man, we anybody who is in the position to do something should be doing something because these fuckers are assholes, man. Like, they're assholes. And I just don't know at this point what a good... How how I could spend my energy usefully to solve that problem? It feels so disconnected from my daily life and what I have control over. That, I mean, if I knew I could do something to stop ISIS, I would. But like, if someone said, "Hey, here's a I have a plan to stop ISIS," I would be like, "Yeah, okay, asshole." Like, you know what I mean? So like, yeah, like, I I wouldn't know what to do. But if you're in this anonymous group and you're like, "Guys, we're gonna go after ISIS. This is the plan. This is how we're gonna do it." I mean, people, everybody, need, it, it can't just be the U.S. government. You know, it's got to be. We're all teaming up, I think. Yeah. All the Western oh, countries. Like it, and actually, like, Russia, too, I think is like, no, we're fucking done with this yeah, shit. Yeah, and also um, just non-radical Muslims are also teaming up with us. Like, yo, we're not down with this shit either. Like, we don't want you guys to think that we're all like this. So I think, you know, the the worst that ISIS gets, it almost it almost is a good thing in the sense that it polarizes everyone. You're either for yeah, everybody ISIS or against can, them, and most people are against them. Everybody can hate extremist Islam, even even people who are Muslim. We could all do this yeah. together. Uh, let's do it together. <laughs> yeah. I did hear, though, uh, Sam Harris made some pretty, uh, I don't know, in my opinion, startling uh, remarks on when he uh, was on Dan Carlin's episode or uh, podcast, uh, which basically suggested that a, lot, a large percentage of like non-radical even muslims like when we say non-radical beliefs yeah they have really radical beliefs really when you ask them specific questions they might not you know have a twitter account that says death to america but they they all hold some surprisingly um but they're like yeah no i think sharia law should be instituted above anything else you know i think uh, i think you should cut off some dude's hand if he steals it's like oh jesus calm down bro like you're not radical like what do you mean (laughs) what do you mean it's kind of crazy. No, I'm not radical. I'm not radical. Yeah. We're going to go home. We're going to watch the game. And then we're going to go see Jimmy get his fucking hand cut off because yeah. he stole, like, some bread for his family. I feel like that's that's an area, like, uh, you know, punish, punishment for crime. That's uh, it's such a tricky issue. And it would vary so much from culture to culture that that's going to take maybe hundreds or thousands of years of human civilization to really figure out still, I think. But, I don't think so. I'm way more optimistic than that. I think it'll be way faster. Do you think so? I think it'll happen. I think it'll happen within the next 200 years. To Why be do you honest think so with you, um, because I think everything is just uh, well. If if things continue at this pace, I'll say mm-hmm. where where technology is advancing at this rapid pace, and we're sort of uh, coming to terms or almost waking up to the, a lot of the changes that need to be made in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, if that sort of progress continues, and, and I'm not, it's this. I sound like I sound like a like what a social justice work uh, activist should be, you know. Or I'm like, yeah, right. this is what this is what it should be, man. I think that what will happen is we'll have like a Star Trek fucking universe if we survive the next two hundred years, where we're all just chilling, working towards like one main goal or something. Because I, the way I see it, um. There's just so much access to the rest of the world where we're no longer individual communities. We are a global community because we have this thing where, like, you know, fucking anonymous can send rickrolls to somebody and it can fuck up their shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it, we're all connected now to this thing where it's almost like uh, 
I think that the opposition to that, the power structures that are sort of kind of holding on to the old way of doing things are are gasping for air yeah. and running out of time. Yeah, I agree. But I, I think um, reading Graham Hancock's books, both of them, I actually finished his Fingerprints of the Gods, which was one of his first books, if not his first one, right in time to... Uh, to start the second one when it came out like it was really good timing even though the first one he wrote in like 1994 and then this one just came out in 2015 but uh he's really changed my perception on how fragile society is and I've really done a lot of thinking about how fragile our society actually is and if you know it it would it wouldn't take it would take probably a lot less than you would than one would think you know to really disrupt our societal pattern. I mean, it would take literally, literally a couple of days without food to our major cities. And I mean, we're talking about like walking dead situation because yeah, people don't know how to like forage for food and grow their own and what animals to eat and what plants are safe. You know, nobody knows and what, fucking and anything. what food is there? What food is there in the wild to eat? Really? Like, are people going to go out and catch a deer? How many, how many fucking deer are walking around in Philadelphia? Yeah. Right. <laughs> you like know? you go out into the suburbs, you might have, you know, some luck, but in Philly where it, I mean, it's just, that's one of the things that was staggering to me coming down to Gainesville is realizing how, limited my perception of nature was because I lived in a city all my life, all my life. I mean, I, there's, there's like, it's like, you know, wisps of nature, you know, surrounded by these grand, you know, human built, uh, buildings and, and, and systems and whatever that you just get this impression that like, it's a human world essentially, you know? But I've really come around to the idea that it really could all be eaten up relatively quickly. You know, if if some like big disaster happens, whether it's a, 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 a you know, let's say ISIS gains a little bit too much power, right? And they, because right now, basically the way I see the world is there's like world powers, and uh, there are developing countries essentially, and then there are like superpowers. Like the U.S. is a superpower, Russia is a superpower. Uh, you know, you can discuss some other ones, but you get the idea. China, I think, is a superpower, uh, or trying to be at least. But I think that there is this kind of dynamic balance between the superpowers of the world at this point, because they all really have the potential relatively easily to kind of wipe each other off the map, essentially, you know, like, or, or, there is this potential of, of all of these super country, superpowers and some of the smaller ones that they can do something that will throw off society almost completely. You know, we'd have to really start from almost scratch because the system that we have now is upheld by so much oil energy and stupid, you know, backwards, inefficient um, systems that... It takes like all of our college debt, you know, and all of the corruption in the government to keep it going. So if if something disrupts that, I mean, we're we're gonna be fucked because we're gonna have to come up with a whole different uh, system. I forgot why I started talking about all this. Uh, if society could collapse, well, oh, well, because ISIS, I, man, ISIS. I yeah. think. Oh, so going back to your thing of in two hundred years we're, we'll all come together. I think it's it's possible. I think though that it's not as probable. As some of the other situations, like, uh, for example, not to say it would get this bad, but I see a 1984 type of situation happening before that where there's like two or three 
superpowers of the world, and they're just kind of constantly um, swirling around each other and changing territory and keeping this war effort open just to keep the economies going and to keep power. You know, I, I can see that that drive in our society, as bad as, it, as bad as it is now, I can see it getting worse, you know, and if it gets worse, it's going to be three or four superpowers who are way too powerful that are just kind of keeping this balance where they, they all stay in power, but nobody else gets a shot, you know, that kind of a thing. Or I really see that it's more likely that it's going to be either that type of thing where we kind of go backwards or there's going to be some kind of catastrophe, whether it's ISIS does something crazy or a geological cosmic kind of disaster, a comet might hit or something that we didn't see. Uh, every Everybody gets sent Rickrolls to their email account. I'm predicting it again. It's going to happen. <laughs> You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> but, yeah, you, you think it has to be something like that to shake things up or, or that'll put things in a, a worse direction than the other scenario you put forth? What, that if if some disaster happens? Yeah, like an oh, ISIS yeah. Think, attack or something. Well, I think ISIS, they're going to keep attacking. It's I don't know if one ISIS attack could could really throw us off completely, but if they gain too much power, they could start doing higher-level terrorist attacks where let's say they're not just going for a body count or they're not just going for something visible you know they're going for something that'll hurt the economy it'll hurt our way mm. of life as a as a people you know if they if they get big enough to start pulling off that kind of shit that's when shit's going to either like countries are going to be like fuck it we're going to violate everyone's rights in order to get these guys or it's going to be like we're going to fight this out the good fight the long fight against you know the enemy who will kill you no matter what like that that needs to be the the global enemy the guy who's going to kill you no matter what that 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 guy needs to stop existing in our society essentially you know one way or the other whether they stop killing other people or we kill them all first because they made us you know i really think that that's that's the direction that we're going and that or that's the direction we need to go is that that needs to be the enemy because if we can defeat the enemy who and and come up with the infrastructure to combat an enemy that's ideologically based. You know, I I will hate you and want to kill you if you don't believe what I believe. If we come up with the infrastructure to to beat that system without violating rights and you know stooping to their level, that will create such a solid foundation for like this next wave of human society. I think. Because so far we've been so caught up in the resources and the, uh, uh, you know, genetics and that kind of shit. This really base nature shit, you know, like these natural drives and resources and power and fear. And it's like, come on, can we just get past that already? Because at this point, we're all talking to each other around the world. There's so many, like, there's so much that all humans have in common that the other shit, we can just kind of, you know, it'll be a fun conversation to have instead of something to kill each other over, you know? Yeah, I feel like yeah that's for sure. What do we do now? And we're all here now, so what do we do? Yeah, that'd be that's going to be a really cool moment in human history if that is to if that happens. That's my prediction. I think that will happen eventually. I'm I'm being maybe I'm being a little generous by saying 200 years, but you know I like to make outrageous I, I, claims and then watch them come to life. Oh, <laughs> in a week. I I, yeah. I see where you're coming from with that though, especially uh, considering uh, what was it Turing's I think um, law of accelerating returns. You know that every year we're going to be innovating faster and faster and faster than the year before to the point where we could have 
10,000 years of advancement in 100 years or something like that, you know? Yeah. So I, I think that I, we're... I, yeah, I, I see where you're going with that. And I really do believe that it's possible for that reason. It's possible that I think it's happening. Just really well. all... I think I think it's yeah. just not happening fast enough to say, "Oh, right. it's happening." Right. Yeah. Yet. Yet. But I think that I think that the momentum has already gone such a way that. Well, that's not true. You know, it could get really dark out of nowhere. It really, yep. the possibility really does exist. I mean, I've something been ridiculous Graham could Hancock's happen. Book. He makes really, really, really strong evidence. Uh, or a really strong argument based on strong evidence that suggests that there was a highly, highly advanced civilization that was a predecessor to all the civilizations that we think are the earliest. Ancient Egyptians, Sumerians, etc., etc. But there was a, a comet that hit. The, it set off this series of global geological disasters. And that civilization was literally wiped out except for these traces of, of like, you know, it's their legacy almost, where you hear these weird repeating motifs in different ancient myths from all around the world. You know, these are thousands of years old. And, and the stories, the details are kind of different. Each culture, culture tells them kind of different, but they all kind of pivot around the same details. And it seems like somebody told them a story and each culture figured out their, their way to tell it. You know, yeah. essentially, like the flood story. There's a flood the story. Tall in every one. The tall whites. Tall whites told them. Dude, yeah, I have a question that, uh, but, for you, yeah. actually, because I also listened to that podcast, that? and um, I had an experience yesterday where. Okay, so I'll just I'll just get right to it. Yeah. What what are, you, what are your feelings on astrology? Uh, that's a really good question, and I'm glad you asked because I have a lot of opinions on it. But you'll have to be specific on what you mean, what you think astrology is first. Um, well, I'm talking about uh, the sort of lower level astrology, like the oh, I'm reading your signs kind of shit. Do you, do you think that like that 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 because Graham Hancock would put it in a way that I had never really considered before, because I've always sort of been like, you know, my nose up in the air to people who believe in horoscopes and shit like that, mm -hmm. because, you know, it sounds like a fucking ridiculous thing. But then he was saying, like, it's kind of ridiculous uh, for us to just assume that we understand how things work right <laughs> in that way. Um, because enough to say like, well, that doesn't fit in my model, so that can't be right, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I uh, I had somebody who a friend of mine who is I was surprised at how well versed he was on the subject of like you know horoscope shit. Um, but so he 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 went through the fucking uh, whatever the birth chart where you yeah. put in when you were born and <clears throat> where you were born and stuff. And a lot of the stuff and I, I couldn't I, I can't I can never tell with these things. I think a lot of the times like in fortune cookies and shit like that, you know, on the fucking zodiac sign, right. people almost uh, have like a self fulfilling prophecy thing where they 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 hear what they're supposed they're like, oh I can that's that kind of applies to me somehow. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's totally accurate. I can't tell if it's that, like me imposing my things, but I was like, wow, you know, this is actually a lot more accurate than I would have assumed mm -hmm. um it's describing a lot of a lot of things about my personality and not and not to it's i wouldn't like good and bad you know what i mean and i was like well right. oh, this is just it's this is just accurate in right. a weird way i'll 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 say this i'll i'll give you these two these two kind of i i'm really kind of wishy-washy on astrology i think is there validity to to the study of astrology in a very general sense, yes, I think there could be. Um, you could you could understand and kind of track changes that occur based on cosmic, um, 
you know, weather almost. You know, there's a comet here. There, Jupiter is here, so it's pulling a little bit on the Earth more than it, it, it usually does, you know, and it'll throw off the seasons by a week, you know, that kind of a thing. And if you really follow down that trail, if there is this rhythmic pattern to the cosmos and geology, which I believe that there is, you can kind of um, say like, well, if you're this type of person born on this in this season um, during this year where this it's supposed to be like this kind of a situation on Earth based on what the, the stars are saying, you know, essentially, could you make predictions based on that? Yes, I believe that that's possible. I, I think, though, that you'd have to be extremely, extremely versed in astronomy, geology, you know, weather, climatology, whatever. You'd have to be really, really um, perceptive to, the, to how gravitational effects of planets and their positions and stars and their positions like all of the minute details right. like you have to be an expert in order for me to take your opinion seriously right, exactly. i mean it kind of makes sense right. totally makes sense to me so totally, uh, is, is there validity to like picking up a newspaper and being like oh like this is your libra horoscope for the fucking like sure there there might be some very very weak correlation where if a million libras read this advice and took the advice maybe 550,000, which is slightly better than, uh, you know, random, maybe a little tiny bit more do better than if they weren't to follow the advice. But I will also say that ever since I was a kid, I really um, identified strongly with the characteristics that are attributed to Libras, and which is my, uh, my sun sign or whatever the fuck, which is being balanced. You know, you, you kind of have your foot on two sides of things, you know, you don't, you're not really rushing into things, but also very perceptive listening, you know, that kind of thing. It all kind of, I I identified with a lot of it and I never bought into, um, kind of mystic, you know, that kind of shit as as a kid, I never really bought into it, but it stuck out for the same reason, as you said, I was kind of like, huh, well, this kind of fits, you know, I mean, I really do feel like I'm more this thing than the other 11 options, you know, so maybe there is something to this. And I I think that there is something to astrology. I think it's a very, very ancient human practice, very ancient. And it was very um, highly regarded because it it was, um, you know, the stars and their position. It was a calendar and not just a calendar for like, you know, what day is it today? You know, but where should I plant the crops? You know, then they could use... um, fluctuations based on these cycles to say like well the winter you know this the old people are saying the winter is going to be a little bit longer this year so maybe we should you know do something different or something like that so i think you know it 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 was this thing and there used to be a system that you could learn and use and it used to all make sense but I think somewhere along the lines, it's just gotten muddied because people. But I'm not that trusting Tanya with the analysis of my fucking or fucking nope. Stacy who's reading a newspaper and going, "Oh my God, you're such a fucking Aries." Oh boy, don't even get on a train. <laughs> don't even get on a train. <laughs> don't even get on the train. Jupiter's man. rising, motherfucker, and you're a Libra, so don't even uh, get on the train. Girl, you know Mercury's in retrograde. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I think all that I, I don't I, I would say of all the let's say you had 100,000 people interested in astrology today, I would think probably just based on my experience, 
maybe a hundred of out of a hundred thousand is onto something, you know, maybe one person out of that hundred thousand has actually a grip on astrology. And they're probably yeah. some fucking weirdo who has some other wild ass beliefs that I would be like, well, I can't really trust what you're saying on about astrology based on this other wild shit you're saying. So fuck off, you know, although I've gotten yeah, much better about that lately. Don't tell me about Obama's reptilian skin suit. All yeah, right. Exactly. I, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to hear about that. Yeah. I, I don't even know. I'm not even saying it's not real. I just don't want to hear about it. Even, <laughs> that's so far outside of what I can accept. You know, I just can't even handle it. I do love those YouTube videos, though, where they find evidence of reptilian people and their face just changes for, like, a fucking split second. Yeah. <laughs> and it's clearly yeah, just the camera, like, malfunctioning yeah. or something. <laughs> Dude, remember when we found that video? We got to find that video again of uh, that little kid playing with a ghost. Did you, yeah, <laughs> you remember a little so kid dumb. playing with a ghost? She was oh, so man. It was, this, it, it was this, like, weird fucking... Uh, Cam- like security camera footage of like these kids playing and this little girl looks like she's like talking and like spinning around talking to somebody she's clearly just fucking using her imagination yeah, you know I like mean, it didn't maybe, look like anything maybe crazy she's to me. spinning around talking to somebody but she could have also been doing she could have just been singing a song and like you know dancing to the, the lyrics or something like it was so ridiculous they, they had like a little circle around the girl and they like replayed the video like really slow-mo and you couldn't see there it. it is it was right like, the, look at that do you see it no, Did like they zoomed in a little bit more. Like, do you see it now? Like, no, no, oh, I don't. Man. Yeah, see, that's the type of shit that, you know, once I see that kind of shit, it makes me want to drop the whole pursuit of, you know, ghosts, you know, even though I've come around slightly on ghosts. I think at this point, I think there are a lot of terms and really old ideas that have been just kind of passed on through generations and they get passed on. Um, more easily if they're linked to fear or lust or love or any strong kind of human emotion. So I think ghosts, they it used to have some very real meaning, I think, to people. And it, it used to fit within the, the um, philosophy of the culture that it came from. But I think it got lost. The details of it got lost through the years because people were just like, oh, it's a ghost. Oh, I'm so scared. Like, oh, it got really cold and then I got scared. So it must have been a ghost. Like, all right. I My guess. horoscope said I would see three ghosts today. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> same yeah. people. I think it's the same yeah, people. I, yeah. I think there's a lot of shit like that where if the people who originally came up with these things visited today and heard the people who are into them now talk about them, they'd be like, what in the fuck are you talking about? Jupiter's rising? What the fuck does that mean? Like, that doesn't have anything to do with this shit. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like yeah. they would really be like, you know, you've you guys have lost the the essence of the whole thing. Yeah, they'd be like, you just don't get it, you young kids. <laughs> Back in my day, ghosts were real. Now they're just fucking little kids in sheets or no, whatever. That is not what I'm saying at all. Oh man, ghosts sorry, I got real. a little, I got a little distracted there. I heard a, I heard a scream from outside, but I think Woo! everyone's gonna be okay. I think it was just a ghost, man. It probably was just a fucking ghost. <laughs> oh man. <sighs> yeah, man. Yeah, I, cause I, I. I, I, I think about ghosts sometimes and I get really fucking scared. No, I I just think like I, I don't really I don't think I I'm in the position where I can speak about the the validity of ghosts or not. Like I don't I don't I've never seen a ghost. It's a it's it's a joke I'm working on where I'm, you know I'm telling if if like a kid asks you if a kid asks you like, you know, are ghosts real? Mm-hmm. I know you're supposed to lie to kids, but like maybe <laughs> maybe they are. What do you mean you're supposed to lie to kids? 
You're supposed to say like, oh no, ghosts aren't real. I don't think you're supposed to. I mean, maybe maybe some. I think the previous generation would agree with that, but I don't. I don't think you're supposed to. You're like, yeah, no, no, they're not real. You know, I think. As a, but I think also like you do that. You do that so the kid goes to sleep. You don't have to uh, deal with this no, bullshit anymore. Either, you know, but saying. like, but like, but like, I'm not in a position to say that I don't. I know for a fact ghosts aren't real. They're. I've never seen one. But like, <laughs> exactly. So they're not real. I, they could be real. I don't know. There's probably there's a lot of real shit I yeah, haven't you know, seen. I you, haven't seen. You have a lot of, of uh, uh, justifications like that in your head where you'll be like, "Well, no one. Ha- I haven't seen anyone prove that it's not a thing, so it might be still be a thing." And I'm like, "No, no, no, no. You kind of. I think you've seen enough of this world and the universe and how it works to be I don't able go to, to haunted make... places, man. So I don't know." <laughs> Dude, there's been so many billions of people who have died. Like, the, if there were really ghosts, there would be everywhere. everywhere. Oh, dude, don't say that. Don't say. Oh, there's ghosts in the room. I just like. What do you think like, a ghost? If you, I what is escape. the realest, the realest definition of a ghost that you can possibly come up with? If ghosts um, were real, what would be the explanation? If ghosts were real, what would be the explanation? Um. Hmm. I don't know. I'm not even saying I believe in ghosts. No, I'm sort I'm not, of just joking around. No, this is a total, total I think thought that, experiment. I think that my, my actual opinion on ghosts um, is that they're not ghosts, but I think that what could be happening a lot of the times when people like report seeing, oh, every time everybody goes here, like a whole bunch of people have seen this old woman dressed in old garb from like this specific era. Mm-hmm. I think it could be like a weird time thing where they're just seeing shit that happened back then. I'm not. I wouldn't know how to explain that necessarily, but like I think that. There, it could just be that everyone's full of shit. Mm-hmm. But if they are, if if these people are actually seeing something, like let's just say that the phenomenon, of phenomena, of ghosts or whatever it is, is right. a real thing mm-hmm. that people are experiencing. I think that it's much less likely that it's dead people, and more likely that it's people who are alive in the time that people are seeing them. In a, you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's almost yeah, like yeah. a weird like stepping through. It's like a weird fucking cut in the fabric right. of time or whatever. Because the you real know? challenge if I may, is reconciling people's experiences. And they people have very real experiences of like, no, it really, I really saw this fucking person. I, like, that was my experience. I really saw this thing. And I found out later it correlated to this old story and all this shit, right? There's so many stories like that. So your way to reconcile it is that it's just some weird shit where they're getting a glimpse of like this is what it was like at this spot 200 years ago and it's like well because now it's because it it always seems to be like it always seems to be like a lot of the ghost stories like i went on this ghost tour of philadelphia Mm -hmm. and a lot of the ghosts that people report are just like doing the same shit every night like oh every time you come here you just see this lady walk up the stairs and there's nothing like weird about it she just walks up the stairs right right, right. and everyone's like oh shit it's a ghost but like it could just be like you're seeing that exact moment over and over again because there's like some weird fucking thing going on you know it doesn't seem like that seems more likely to me than fucking like scooby doobies trying to get you i'm a ghost Although they, I'm a always, ghost. they always ended up being people in, in costumes, which always crack me up. Like the most realistic, fucking convincing costumes of all time. You know what I mean? Like pe- they're they're out here in these fucking mascot costumes, scaring people, and people are like, "Oh my god, it's a monster!" Like <laughs> you can't see the seams in his fucking costume. Like, come on, bro. 
Yeah. I also think that the way that the way that I at least see the system of birth and life and rebirth or whatever the fuck, the way the way that I believe it works mm-hmm. at this moment in time uh, is that it, it always bothered me as a kid, too, because I would think people would say the stories like, oh, and she she never got over the loss of her daughter. So mm-hmm. she still haunts this fucking room. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, OK, so in that fiction that you've created for me, there's a ghost here who has a lot of emotional bullshit that they just can't deal with. And so they are just stuck. That doesn't make any fucking sense. It would make more sense that, that they would just be reborn and have to deal with that shit in another life rather than. Mm-hmm. This weird purgatory where where she's like, oh, she was so sad her daughter died. It's like, yeah, but now they're both dead. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this fucking she. Was, I really feel like saying sometimes, like to these ghosts, you know, I see these ghosts, and I just really feel like saying, grow up, grow just up, just get your fuck. act together, you ghost. You're a fucking ghost, grow you're, up. <laughs> you're a fucking ghost. All right, get over it. <laughs> it was three hundred years ago, Harold. Oh, that's funny, said, man. Uh, and you're still wearing the same clothes you wore then? Really? Let it go, man. <laughs> you know what I think happens? I think fundamentally... Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off on the on the. No, that's fine. Video. I was just rambling. This, this idea just hit me, is that I think that there is... I think ghosts are a result of, and I think that there are a lot of other things that fit in this category, but I think ghosts are, are a result of our society and the way that we define things as real. What is real? You know, are ghosts real? Well, I think people real really have ghost stories. You know, they have real ghost experiences and they they have experiences where they believe now that ghosts are real based on that experience. I mean, and then but then you say, like, well, what's the physical kind of explanation? Like, what's the external explanation? We have this internal experience, which is a ghost experience. And it's 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 like universal around the world. There's thousands, if not millions of these stories. The external thing, now we're looking for like, well, what's the, what's the, is it like, you know, fluctuations in the time space fucking, you know, and I, I I don't think that ghosts are an external reality. I think that they are an internal experience that happens in human beings. And I think that they are, the experience is Are you telling me that there are motherfucking ghosts in my body, dude? Is that what you're saying to me? There's ghosts hiding all up in your head. Oh, cavity, man. shit. There's ghosts in my body. I got to cut them out. <laughs> I start, like, start like cutting myself really violently. <laughs> According trying to Supernatural. He's trying to get the ghosts out. You just got to shoot yourself with some salt. Not quite so bad. According shoot to yourself with some salt? What are you talking about? Is this some bruja shit? That, no, that's Supernatural, man. Supernatural, the show. Oh, oh, I don't watch that. I don't watch that show. It's, it's, it's not for me. I like it. It's kind of fucking... No, I actually do like that show. The, some of the episodes I watched with you and Jasmine, I was like, "Oh, you know what? I could definitely get into this." I just yeah. never, I, I really just like never it. sat down and did it. They, what? They, they do. I think you would really like it. They they do a good job of of kind of um, stitching together myth and like our our common experience as like modern people, if that makes any sense. In the, in the way that I'm saying, like you know, well, in the way that I'm saying that ghosts are a real inner experience, but not an outer experience. They're kind of and that's my way of reconciling the ghost experience with the fact that ghosts aren't physically real. Like, I don't think that there are ghosts haunting places, but I think that there is a feeling of of a presence or something that feels like another person in 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 this room. And it feels like a very specific person that's that's there. And you can report this to someone and someone can say, I felt like this person was there, too, you know, and that you feel the same type of 
Well, what do you think presence. about what do you think about the idea? So I was listening to a podcast, uh, Invisibilia, actually, which mm-hmm. you know I, I enjoy that show. Me too. Um, they had an episode about fear, and they were talking about like some sort of hormone is released for fear, and that like we actually or certain animals actually react to that. So it's like a, it's like a th- a physical thing in the yes. air that sort of creates the vibe of like, oh shit, there's a ghost in here. Right. Exactly. That's exactly exactly what I'm trying to say. So let's say you you're afraid and you start sweating adrenaline, and there's a higher concentration of adrenaline in your sweat. A wolf is going to smell that and say, oh, he's freaking out. You know, he's he thinks I'm going to kill him. And so I think based on that, the wolf will say he thinks he's scared. He thinks I'm going to kill him. I'm going to go fucking kill him because he think he already thinks it's going to happen. He's going to respond as if I'm going to kill him. I'm going to respond as if I'm going to kill him. And, it's you know, the situation kind of kind of is already set up. But that climate of fear was created by this this like adrenaline mist in the air, you know, and the wolf is just picking up on it. I think when humans based we've got these crazy ways to perceive the world and and correlate things. You know, it we've got really powerful tools to observe the world. And a lot of times it's based on your culture whether you can use one of these tools or not. So sometimes especially like you know, in in the west, there are a lot of these kind of tools that we're missing out on because we believe in science so much and you know if you can't prove it fuck you that kind of shit um but i think that certain like if you go into a dark room and there's a tapestry on the wall and it has this pattern on it right you can walk into that room and there's enough there that you get this immediate creepy feeling like someone's going to jump out of somewhere or you have to defend yourself from someone who's here somewhere who might attack you. you. You just get that vague kind of general feeling and then you leave and then somebody else walks in and says, oh, I had that same feeling, too. And one person might say it was because it was dark and the other person might say it was because of the, the tapestry on the wall. But there's it's this- almost like. It's almost like where our bodies are tagging places as like no go zones, essentially for other people. It's like leaving a note, kind of, of like, ah, shit, like this is a fucking dangerous ass place because there's all this fucking adrenaline shit in the air yeah, that people yeah. are picking up on. So you're, you're, it's like you're sort of helping out other things by being like, all right, by this like, is where death yeah, happened. Almost, you're almost, you almost leave like a, an impression on the, on the space. Like the impression, that's incredible. The space man. leaves an impression on you. And I think it's very, very, very subtle. You know, the impression that you leave, n- maybe no one ever, ever, ever will notice. Right. But if a thousand people are leaving this impression of this is a creepy place, you know, and the, the word gets out and the hormones are f- flooding the room, you know, and other, cha- whatever other ways that we pick up on things, it, it might be changed in the room. I think it, really could have this effect of 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 repetitive highly specific experience that people are reporting to each other and to me you know i don't i'm not necessarily against calling that saying that ghosts are real and that that is you know there's a ghost in that room right because (gasps) but but that's the thing it's like well you've seen too many movies if you're afraid of a ghost because a ghost i think is just this there's like a it's just this sense of a of a, of something already there that that or something there that shouldn't necessarily be there. You know, you're in an empty room and you feel like there's somebody else in the room. You know, why is that? I think there there's something in that room that's sending you the signal that someone else is there. For one reason or, an, or another, it could be the way that your brain is wired. You could have like a weird habit of this or that, but this room specifically kind of triggers it. 
But I think that, that that's a real experience. You know, I, I looked at this uh, research from the Noetic Institute, I think, or something. They do like some, you know, borderline pseudoscience or like fringe science, maybe people would call it. Um, but they do, they've done research on um, like your heart, um, the way that it emits electromagnetic waves and shit like that. So when you're angry, it's, it registers a specific way. If you're sad, a specific thing happens with your heart. If you're lying, a specific pattern emerges, you know? And I was wondering, maybe there is a way for humans to tap into that kind of, this weird kind of uh, very subtle, you know, because you can't, you can't like feel an electromagnetic wave in the air with your fingers. So it's very subtle. You'd only it would have to be a really kind of hidden sense where you're like, you just get an impression of something. I think that the, that type of shit is real, but it's, we just don't understand it enough for us to call it real. You know what I mean? Oh my I, God. It's, it's going to be a bunch of those people from fucking Star Trek, the per- Percevo Buzz or whatever the fuck they're, whatever oh, stupid shit, name they had. That shit was so dumb, dude. What was dude. that? Oh, uh, it was an episode of Star War or Star Trek where uh, it was the like. The newer one though. It was next generation, so it's kind of new. It's from like the '90s, not the original yeah, no, series. I, 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 yeah, when you say Star and Trek, I think the OG ones. I, I enjoyed the episode, but I feel like though that they had these like characters that were like, "Oh no, they're Percevos, and they can like perceive shit." You know, they yeah. they they, un, they they can feel feelings and blah 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, so like and if, I, if you're sad about something, and then you know you're anxious about something else, they can pick up that you're sad and anxious, and if they know you, they can kind of predict what that's but, all about essentially but they had like a dumb name it wasn't percevo because that would make way more sense it was something about emotions like i'm an emote emoticeiver like you know some they're, they're emoticons <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like because because we when we got into an argument with our friend who like put it on for us i felt i felt like it got tense after this too but we were like i was like man that is so fucking stupid <laughs> so you mean to tell me like, this isn't, like, magic shit. She's just, like, really good at picking up on subtle symbols and stuff, right? And they're like, no, no, like, she's a fucking, she's, she's a fucking, a fucking like, per- genie like, or some yeah, shit. Yeah. I was like, yeah, all right, okay, this this show's dumb then. That's dumb. Yeah, yeah. I think it's dumb if it's a superpower, right? Yeah. But I think it's not dumb if the story... They're highly trained to right, pick up exactly. on, like, little twitches and stuff. highly trained to pick up on this, I can understand that. If you're born with this God-given ability, you know, it, it really makes the story like, eh, all right, I guess. You know, I can't relate to this shit, though. I just can't relate to a character like that. Yeah, the That's, fucking magic happening in this, like, otherwise non-magical world. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What can I say, man? Ghosts what can real. I say? Ghosts, ghosts are real. Everybody hit the fl- hit the deck. Yeah, <laughs> everybody a, hit the deck because ghosts are real. The problem is though, when I, I could say that ghosts are real, and to me, me saying it to myself, I can be like, well, yeah, you know, ghosts are real because people say that they see ghosts all the time. You know, that doesn't mean that there is about to be a ghost going to come through the wall and kill me. You know, in anywhere. <laughs> oh my god! If he did that on camera, we'd be like oh, that'd famous. Be awesome, oh, dude. Man. Wait, hey, you, if there's a ghost so in Adam's rich. house, can you? Can you kill him right now, now just I'm so recording. we can, like, get on the news and stuff? And be like, oh, oh this really, really funny, amazing podcast got cut <laughs> off by some weird shit at the end. That's what this all the people will say. A way ahead of its time uh, ended shortly <laughs> and tragically. <laughs> the hero, Adam George, died. Because <laughs> we're be both hero. heroes, man. We're heroes of the people in the world. And, and the ghosts. Yeah. Because now people will know. They're, they're here. They're out there. 
No, I can say that ghosts are real in my own head because I know what I'm talking about. I know specifically what I mean when I say ghost. But if somebody else were to say, hey, Adam, do you think ghosts are real? I would say to them, no, because most likely in their head is a very different version of a ghost. And I have that issue with so many fucking words. I mean, generally every word, there's wiggle room, but people treat words as if they're, you know, concrete, you know, as if you can touch them and and go find them in nature. You know what I'm saying? Like the soul. If someone says, oh, my soul, you know, this person's soul, a ghost is someone's soul who's, you know, it's there's so much emotion that they're just hanging around until it gets resolved. Like I think that's total bullshit. But if you were to, if I were to use the word soul, I know what I'm talking about. You know, I think that version of the soul is stupid, the ghost one. But I have a version of the soul that I think is, it, it doesn't disagree with any of my other core beliefs. You know, it's still, it's this thing that, it's sure, it's hard to describe. Everyone's got one, that kind of shit. You, you can use ways to describe it, but uh, it it doesn't disagree with what I know about science, for example, you know, and the way that matter works and chemistry and all that shit and biology. It all, to me, I can come up with an explanation for ghosts and souls, but it's not going to be what other people come up with. So I have an, a huge t- issue with talking with people about these kinds of things because you, you're saying, let's have a conversation about ghosts. And I'm like, all right, well, I still don't know what we're fucking talking about, you know? Yeah. Well, we're talking about the tricksters that do things to you while you're sleeping. They yeah, come through your window fucking and retarded. pick you on your nose or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I was more scared of aliens as a kid anyway. They they seem like a way more realistic threat as yeah. far as Agreed. the, like, uh, of the fucking, like, ridiculous shit to be afraid of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I, I think that, I think that definitely, aliens definitely really could come and, like, take you away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And nobody would know. I mean, there's That pe- shit's fucking scary. There's people on this planet. Why wouldn't there be people on other planets? And maybe they're a little bit more advanced than us, you know? Yeah. That seems totally reasonable. <laughs> What if the fucking aliens though came to Earth and their abductions were just like really low rent? Like they just would, they would like they, they would just like like when someone was getting gas or something, they would just jump in the driver's seat and like steal his whole family. <laughs> like the, they're just like the lowest of low criminals. Like there's like three of them, and they have to they have to step on each other's backs to open your window and like grab you out of your bed. Like they're like the worst. They suck. They suck. They always get caught on camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Their voices Throwing always up gang get signs and somehow. shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you oh, know what no. I think about sometimes is uh, I'm coming back around on the idea of. Um, I used to say that if if aliens ever make it to our planet, it's it's going to be because most likely they ran out of resources and they need ours, and I think that that is still probably the most likely situation, but I think what's also uh, maybe less likely, but definitely probable, is that the conditions on the planet that the that this other advanced species came from, let's say they're much more stable than than the Earth's, and the, there wasn't there was less competition, and things just kind of played out in a much more long term, uh, stable kind of way. Maybe 
there was just enough competition to keep evolution going and to get this sentient being. But then maybe things were so easy. Like they were, they just seemed difficult because you're, you, all the animals were dumb. And then one came along that was like, oh, things can be really fucking easy. You know, they, we just need to eat water or drink water, eat food, have shelter. You know, it's really simple. Like, but you know, let's be a little clever about the way that we do this because there are, there are certain things that we can avoid, issues that we can avoid. Right. And then they just keep doing that for like th- thousands of years. Maybe their yeah. their motivation is, well, we're looking up at the sky. We want to know what's out there. We've done, we've done all these calculations on the ground with telescopes and et cetera, et cetera. We sent a probe and all this shit, and it turns out that there's other planets and shit out there. So let's just, um, I don't know, let's go explore, you know? And, and I think that it's equally likely that the motivation is that they started out by looking out into the sky to look for comets and shit that are going to hit. And I think that's how human astrology started, is trying to predict when a comet or something is going to hit or something big is going to happen based on physical forces and climate and all that shit. So maybe they get really, 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 really fucking good at that. And then they're looking at Earth and being like, there's human, there's people there. Like, they, they don't look quite like us, but they act a lot like us. Like, look, they're looking up at the sky. They're, they're, they've got all this industry and shit, but they're so violent. They're so fucking violent, you know? Maybe we can go and spread some... We're clearly more advanced. You know, they can't get to us, but we can get to them. So let's go to them and we can, you know, fucking hang out and be cool. You know, we can chill and shit. We're going to show them all this cool alien fruit we got. Check it out. (laughs) It's just like a weird E-shaped fruit. Yeah, it looks like your letter E. It's delicious. It's filled with smallpox. Ooh, You can share it with two friends. Oh, you guys don't eat smallpox? (laughs) That's all we eat. <laughs> they come in, they're just like, oh, yeah, we eat cancer and, like, uh, suffering. And they just, like, eat all the bad things <laughs> on the planet. Awesome. And everyone's so happy. And then they just leave oh when God. everything's peaceful. That'd be yeah. awesome. Just just leave when everything's peaceful. Bye! Yeah, there's that'd no more be... suffering to eat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, I wonder if, like, a world that was somehow more abundant than ours, it probably... Like, if there wasn't a competition for resources and all that other shit mm-hmm. that, that sort of geared us to be aggressive. Like, what if, like, uh, like cooked microwavable meals are growing off of their trees and shit? And so, like, they're just, they have no, <laughs> they have no, no stress no about problems. getting food. Yeah. yeah, they're just like, oh, you know, the meatball sub sandwich uh, Dude, tree just grew. And is, I'm just eating the meatball subs. That's such a funny 21st century American fucking thing to say, dude. Because, really, honestly, if you think about it. Meals are growing on trees and shit all over the world. I mean, that's where food comes from. It comes out of the ground and shit, you know? Like, imagine if food grew out of the ground. Like, that's a weird planet, right? (laughs) That's our fucking planet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. I guess that's true, man. I guess that's true. So it's possible. And I guess, I guess, but I think that, I think that, uh, I think that, it's a almost a short-sighted thing when people say like, "Oh, if they ever meet up with us, it's totally because they want our resources, and it's totally because this, because that's how we would act. Maybe that's how we yeah. would act now, but we're also not at the point where we're exploring the galaxy. Right? I think maybe to get to that point, a lot of that shit has to go away. Yeah, I'm in totally some down cases, with that. like we have to stop spending seven hundred billion dollars a year killing other people, and we have to divert that into 
exploring space. But in order for that to happen, there needs to be peace around the world. You know, we can't just... Yeah, so, like, maybe right. I'm thinking, like, the people who are actually... Unless they're, like, a, a very warlike society that, you know... They're just the pirates of the galaxy. They just want to go to other planets Dude, and fuck shit up. Dude, my theory for that is, let's say, a, a Hitler character actually takes over the world, essentially. I think then... Space Hitler! Space Hitler, yeah. Then you get this... It's, or Darth Vader type character. You get this this uh, unified. Well, did you read Darth Vader's book though? He made a lot of good points. <laughs> yeah, <he did. laughs> except that those few chapters about the Jews were weird. But <laughs> no. but I, I think so, dude, space you, Jews. You get one one dictator to say we're going to explore. We need to get to that planet and take their shit, and that's the motivating force behind it. You know that makes sense to me, and that that seems to me the most likely situation for why another species would visit our planet for any reason. Because here's my thing. If there's not this competition and war and conflict, I mean, what? why the fuck would you really go to space? You know, you would have this like, hey, everything's cool down here. You know, if you were totally satisfied with life and death, the whole process, you know, people live, people die. We're here to enjoy life. You know, we we have games, we have culture, we look up at the sky, we understand there's other things out there, but like, you know, we're cool right here. And yes, a comet may hit us, but we're cool. We're chilling right here. We're going to try and just have as many people have fulfilled lives as we can until this thing fucking ends. If that's the society, I don't think you make it to another planet because you're totally fine where you are. And I don't think yeah. there's anything wrong with that either. You know, I think that's what humans just humans really content aliens just hanging out. No Smoking stress. weed, doing yoga, meditating, playing games. Fuck, man. We could be we could be those aliens, dude. We could be. But then they're like, the, I guess maybe, oh, man, wouldn't it be crazy if you found out that aliens have been abducting people, but it's just been like the angsty teens from other planets? <laughs> like, uh, Billy, I gave him the keys and he went to Earth. Yeah. He fucking, uh, I he did some crazy shit. As technology gets more and more advanced, essentially... You you're putting more and more power into individual people's hands. So like, oh my God. there's gonna be I saw like, him, he's be, posting on. I saw him post <laughs> on Space Facebook, and he just had all these people like pulled out of their beds and shit. And he was taking like sick pictures with them. He's totally <laughs> he's totally fucked, people man. He's fucked when he ghosts, gets home. But he was uh, he was just manipulating them with a uh, fucking long range EMF. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Billy the space asshole. Now <laughs> like, humans believe that there's ghosts because of Billy the space asshole, and it's gonna set them back. <laughs> Tens of thousands of years. <laughs> Conversations for our grandkids. Billy the space asshole. <laughs> I think that's that's he's a new character. He's in our fucking canon. So we somebody right. just uh, send in all your fan mail pictures of Billy the space asshole, and we'll have a contest where we'll pick and we'll have one that is this is this is what he looks like. All right, yeah, so just yeah, yeah. draw it up. I mean, keep I need in to mind, see these drawings of so Billy the space asshole, ladies and gentlemen. His motivation is his character's motivation is. His, he lives on a planet that's totally peaceful, and he's just fucking tired of it. He just wants some chaos, and he's got no, all this technology in like, his hands. He, he, I, think it, I think it'd be funny if it said his motivation was, fuck you, mom and dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm Billy the space asshole. Yeah, I'm Billy the space asshole. All right, I like this guy. Oh, my God. He's fucking tipping all the cows in the universe. Like, all the fucking... As funny as it is, dude, though, I mean, how do you stop Billy the space asshole if you're this highly advanced society? How do you stop one person from fucking everything up? Detention. <laughs> Billy the space asshole. You've got one hour detention. Oh, dude. 
again. I'll leave One the hour in Lomlar years, which is like seven human years. So fuck you. <laughs> oh, Billy the space asshole. If only you were hugged more as a kid. They don't call them kids. They call them goy guaps. <laughs> Dude, you can't say that. That's really not PC. <laughs> How dare you? Oh, man. Well, I think this is big conversations for our grandkids. Yeah. Thank so, you so for coming along. You know, keep your grandparents uh, in the loop about space and aliens and ghosts. Because if any of them turn out to be real, you know, let us know first. You know, let, yeah, let no, know if any of them turn out to be real, fucking play this recording. Yo, ghosts and aliens are totally real. We're making another prediction making on Conversations another... for Our Grandkids. Conversations for Our Grandkids. We're making predictions out here. Anybody uh, who wants to bet on these, we've got uh, $100 on the uh, on the aliens one. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say, if they're a real ghost, I'll give someone $1,000. So here you go. I'm, I'm saying this recorded here for the, in 2015. Um, if ghosts turn out to be real hit me up i'll give you a thousand dollars if they don't oh my god you owe me what if we break the case we're gonna break the case we're gonna find a real ghost story man all right let's oh, do that shit. we're let's gonna find a that. real ghost story all right until next well, this time. has been conversations for our grandkids uh please leave us a review on itunes uh, uh we have a thing on stitcher as well <laughs> What's that? Because we hate ISIS. Leave us a oh, review. Oh, we hate on, ISIS, on man. We iTunes. fucking hate ISIS. That's why you should review us. Hey, in the comments on the iTunes review, just say, listen, I hate ISIS, too. This is a great podcast. Five stars. I and, love all uh, the individuals in ISIS because I, I have a, a, a belief that everyone should love everyone else. But that doesn't mean I don't hate ISIS, and I don't think that those individuals need to stop because they're being rude. They are so rude. So, so rude right now. So fucking rude. We got to spend we got to send Billy the space asshole but after yeah, them. Yeah, He's going to hey, Billy. Billy. We got <laughs> Billy a fucking just... problem on our planet. If you want to take out your aggression, take it out on fucking ISIS for us, please. He's just can... spray painting like uh, giant space dicks on their walls and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Billy the space asshole. The humans, we can't quite figure out what to do with these assholes. So if you could just draw a couple space dicks on their uh, tanks and shit. Maybe a couple <laughs> images of Muhammad, you know, really piss him oh off. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, hey, review us on iTunes. Tell a friend. Please, if you enjoyed any of this shit, tell somebody yeah, about tell it. Somebody. I'll really appreciate that. Because you never know. Maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll shout you out when it means something to shout you out. When we're fucking, we're fucking flying around with Billy the Space <laughs> Asshole and all of his ghost pals. Because we were right about the ghosts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, on Twitter, we're uh, Convo for Grandkids. Uh, my personal one is Basic underscore Shrimp. Seamus's is Shambles, Shambles Murphy. Um, you can find all of our shit pretty much or links to it at CandyMunchers.com. So you can leave comments there too, but also leave a comment on iTunes because it really helps with. Uh, I mean, anytime you you look something up, you want it to have at least like twenty reviews so that you can get an idea of if it's actually good or not. So please leave a review. Um, we've been really lucky and gotten really great reviews. So thank you to everyone who's uh, left one. And uh, love you guys. Yeah, and I feel, I feel better. better. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm feeling better already. <laughs> Billy the space asshole. Billy the space asshole. Billy, 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 Billy. Billy the space asshole. Assholes rule. Billy the Space Asshole. Inertia is a property of matter.
Billy, the space asshole. Billy, 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 Billy. Billy, the space asshole.